for the first down and still on his feet. RG3 is going to outrace everybody. Roethlisberger looks, crosser, grab, he caught it, fights to the goal line, breaks the plane, touchdown Pittsburgh! That might win them the division! And the handoff to Tomlinson, left side, and he will gallop into the end zone! Charger fans are witnesses to history! And welcome in to the Blitz Podcast. Um, as always, I'm your host, Mr. Kane Schwartz, and I elaborated on the last episode how we're going to be doing things a little differently these days. We're going to be, uh, instead of making these podcasts live and having to uh, stomach our way through some tech difficulties, we're just going to run daily segments of eight minutes a day called Engage 8, as you've seen um, so far this week. That'll be our sole live segment um, through Twitch and YouTube for the rest of the season, um, barring any changes. But this, still be doing the podcast. They'll just be shorter per episode, and we'll be releasing more during the week. So it means all good things for the Blitz. How you uh, how you feeling after your first couple days of Engage A, Jaden? Feels pretty good, man. I like what we're doing. Obviously... You know, there are some days where there's not going to be a whole lot going on, so it's not going to be a lot to talk about. Um, and this obviously will not be completely free of technical difficulties as my internet has been taking a massive dump all day long. So hopefully, hopefully we can squeeze out the next 45 minutes to an hour with just sufficient internet yes, usage. I mean, that's what I go for every single podcast episode, my friend. That's where why would I pray to the gods before we start live streaming every time. But now I don't have to do that as often because we don't have to stress as much. But either way, you'll still be able to hear whatever Jaden says. So if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, shouldn't really matter to you. But without further ado, Tyler, how you doing, man? We ready to uh, dive into this next recording session? Yeah, man. Power rankings probably been our most uh, controversial topic that we've uh, discussed over the past couple of weeks, uh, and it's uh, becoming a nice little weekly segment. So I'm excited for it. Hell yeah, man. I mean, this power rankings and our picks have been two of our headed, heaviest hitting segments so far this year. Uh, we got to do better with the picks for sure. Um, but we'll continue with the power rankings weekly, baby. Let's do it. So without further ado, it's the third time I've said this. Let's dive into it. So, as we look at the top of the leaderboard, a lot of fans have been calling for the birds, the Philadelphia Eagles, to move up to one. They now have won against the Dallas Cowboys. A lot of people were saying that that unquestionably puts them at one. For me, it does. Jaden, I know you feel a little differently. Yeah, I just... It's it's a really rough week, and it's an unfortunate situation for them because, obviously, the week that you have a game where you can win and be like, okay, well, maybe this is the best team in the NFL. The other two best teams play each other, and one of those teams has to win, and Buffalo did so, and they looked fantastic in doing so. So I feel like they're going to take that number one spot just for this week. You know, maybe next week things change again, but Philly, you're, you're kind of getting, you're kind of getting shafted, but that's kind of how it is right now. I've got Buffalo at one Philly at two Kansas city at three. Yep. That's exactly what I have. I've got Buffalo at one still. Um, 
over over Kansas City, I, I guess I should say, because I know we had Kansas City at one last week. But yeah, Jaden hit the nail on the head. You know, those two teams played each other. One was going to come out victorious, unless it was a tie. Uh, the Bills came out victorious, and I don't think that them beating Kansas City should put them behind the Eagles. I still think that if you have the Bills playing the Eagles, I'll take the Bills. Um, and not to say that Philly is not a great team because they are, and they're showing it week in and week out. Um, but I would absolutely go with the Bills right now over them. Philly, what they're doing to teams in the second quarter is absolutely ridiculous. I, I can't remember what the stat was, but they're just blowing teams out in the second quarter right now. Yeah, I mean, Philadelphia doesn't have an ugly loss, though. Like, the Bills, they have an ugly they don't loss, have a loss to the Dolphins. They have an ugly loss to the Dolphins. That was That was kind of ugly. Sure, and my argument would be put give give Philly Buffalo's schedule and see what they do with it because um, I think Buffalo's got a little bit of a tougher schedule. They had to go at to Baltimore. They had to go to Miami. Um, they had to go to the Rams on, on opening night, and the Rams have obviously slipped off here lately. But uh, Philly's played the likes of, like, um, the Lions. They played Washington. They played Jacksonville. I'm not saying that, you know, it's the NFL. you got to go out there and win your games. Um, but I, I right now, like I said, I would take Buffalo over Philly. Okay, sweet. All right, I I can get with that. So let's put Buffalo at one, Birds at two, Chiefs at three. So that takes us down to the four spot, and this is where we see a lot of movement, dude. We were talking about it before the podcast. I mean, it's the Bills, the Chiefs, the Eagles, the Panthers, the Texans, the Bears, and then everybody else is in between, pretty fucking close. So this is gonna be this is gonna be tough to put together, but. What team to you guys, Tyler, I'll start with you because I feel like I might know your answer as a liable claim to four. You damn right you, yeah, you damn right you know my answer. I've got the Vikings at four. Um, I mean, they went down to Miami. I know it was Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater combination, but this team continues to win. Um, they were up pretty handily in that game. I never felt like you know they're in jeopardy of losing that game. I know the Dolphins were driving down and Waddle fumbled um, when they had a chance to tie the game. Or, or maybe even take the lead. But, yeah, I, I I think the Vikings are doing what they've got to do. They have one blemish on their record, and that's against who we have as the number two team, the only undefeated team in football. I know it was on Monday night, and we know how Cousins is on Monday night. But, you know, all the other teams took a loss in, in our Tier 1 last week that are after those top three as far as the Bills, Eagles, and Chiefs. You look at the Niners. They lost to the Falcons. The Ravens lost to the Giants. Bucks lost to the Steelers. I know you like hearing that, Jaden. And the Cowboys lost to the Eagles. So I think that... If you're doing that, I, I think you got to bump the Vikings up to four. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see the argument. I there may be an argument for my. I have the Chargers at four. That's that's my number four team. They have. I know. I know. I have the Vikings at five, right behind them. And the Vikings' loss does not look as bad as the glaring loss of the Chargers does, but. I mean, still, they they lost to the Jags. It was a beatdown at their home stadium. So that's really ugly for the Chargers. But outside that, they lost to the Chiefs by three points. So this is a team that belongs in Tier 1 now for sure. You think they belong ahead I mean, of the if Vikings, Cade, Jaden? If Cade, okay. if, it, real quick, if Cade York could make a 54-yarder, then they lose that game. And Brandon Staley's probably on the – I mean, he's even more on the hot seat than he already is with his questionable play calling. Um, so, I mean, you can look at it like, but you can take that away from every game, I feel like, in the NFL. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I personally think the Vikings are, are a better team than the Chargers right now. 
Jaden, do you have an argument for the Chargers yeah. over the Vikings or maybe another team? I've got the Vikings at four as well. I don't feel good about it. Like, I don't – after those first three, I don't feel strongly about any of these teams being behind them. Um, but the problem with the Chargers is, like like Tyler said, you know, a Cade York field goal away from a very, very, very poor Brandon Staley decision. Like, of all the fourth down decisions that he's made, I think that was far and away the worst one, and it got, like, at least amount of flack, just because it wasn't a prime time game, it was a one o'clock and they won game. the game. Um, I know a lot of people got to, yeah, and they, yeah, and they won. Like a lot of people got to see it because the Steelers and Bills was over for some reason. I don't know why they turned that game off of uh, television, but um, I, I just don't feel. Especially the thing is, Herbert mm-hmm. still looks hurt. Like he's not playing to full strength. I thought a lot of us thought this would be the year that he maybe ascends into the Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes tier, and just because of that rib injury, he hasn't done so so far. And even last night, I mean. The guy gets shoved into a punt returner and sets them up for a field goal. Like, what are the odds that that happens again? I know Denver didn't look good in the second half, but they went to overtime. There was, what, only four minutes left in overtime when the Broncos were going to get the ball back. That game could very well end in a tie. And as much as we've shit on Denver all year for a team to tie with them, I mean, we're it's kind of hard to make an argument for them to move up that high, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with it. Okay, so I've got, I've got the Vikings at four now, um, but... As far as the teams that follow that, are we comfortable with putting the Chargers behind them, or are we thinking more teams like the Bengals or possibly the Giants? I have the Chargers at five. Yeah. Um, and and I think that they're the they showed the most, I guess, this week. Like Jaden said, that I mean, you're literally a muff punt away from tying that game. Um, so I don't, I have them at five, but I I don't feel good about it. Me neither. I mean, we were just. Based on roster, I mean, I feel like the Chargers, with their record and just coming off of a win in prime time, they got to be up in that tier one. They should get Keenan Allen. They should be getting Keenan Allen back hopefully yeah. soon. And that's that is the big thing. That's the big thing getting Keenan Allen back because it was like he's a week away every week, but he never, never he hasn't come back. So I'm gonna wait till week seven till I see him suit up and play. To like say that Keenan Allen is you know back and like add that in to how I feel about the Chargers just because it, it feels like he should have been back by now and he hasn't been like I saw somebody saying like Brian Robinson got shot twice and healed faster from that than Keenan Allen did from his hamstring injury and that's a hundred percent the truth man it's fucking ridiculous um yeah. but yeah okay we're comfortable with the first five now um. The next team's in contention. So, it's close, man. I, I've got Cincinnati at five. I think that despite they didn't look good against Baltimore, but they completely turned it around against New Orleans. All these like second and long inside zone stuff went away against New Orleans. They started let, giving the ball to Joe Burrow, letting him and Jamar Chase do their thing. Like it's simple to just say Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase all game, but it works. Like that is what wins them football games. When you let Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase dominate games, I mean, I'm fine with having them around like six or seven, but I just wanted that to be put out there. I know we haven't moved them anywhere yet, but I would like to push the conversation on Cincinnati because they've looked better and their defenses has looked has been pretty underrated so far because they were, you know, two and two now three and three and their offense has faltered for most of the year so far. That defense has been carrying them for a good part of the season. They had a lot of close losses too. Yeah, I mean, I can get behind that. 
at I I I had them at ten. Um, mm. and the reason being, some of it is the Ravens beat them. Um, and I still have to have the Ravens ahead of them, in my opinion. I know the Ravens have got some issues. Um, but I feel like the Ravens, you know, and this is, seems to go without saying anymore. The Ravens really dominated that game. Um, and I and I think that the Bengals are still just missing something. I don't know what it is, but I'm still just not 100% sold on them as you know the team to beat in the AFC North right now. I'm still I'm still holding on to the Ravens as the team to beat there. I feel there's just something wrong. Like there's something fundamentally wrong in Baltimore. I don't know what. Honestly, I think like the whole like Greg Roman is like a terrorist thing, dude. I think he might just be the scapegoat. We need to have a conversation about what Baltimore is doing front office wise to not surround Lamar Jackson with the talent that he needs to succeed. Like Mark Andrews is a fantastic player, but who's the best wide receiver that they've outside of Hollywood? Like since Lamar got there, who who's the best? Is it Bateman? Who's played what four or five games in almost a year and a half now? Like you, you can't, you can't give him nothing. And then when he, doesn't do spectacular things, then blame it all on him. And that's how it's been so far is if Lamar's not playing fantastic, like has little to no room for error. If he misses a wide open throw, it feels like they're going to lose the game. And you got to think that's by design from Baltimore a little bit. Contract year, we were surrounding them with mm-hmm. shit. And I mean, I was me and Tyler were talking about it on the last episode. I mean, that's it's, it looks terrible on Lamar's contract. Like it's, it's going to dip down and it's huge huge so i i don't know i i'm willing to put the Bengals. i probably put the Bengals ahead of the ravens right now what do you think jade i like i said i've got the Bengals at five i've got the ravens at nine um just because there's like i said there's something wrong in baltimore um and i know the baltimore just beat the Bengals the week before but i, I don't know that just felt like a different team playing in New Orleans uh, for Cincinnati where they just thought it was a mindset change. Like the running game has been completely ineffective for most of this year and still wasn't great against New Orleans, but they stopped trying to force it. Like they just, they were like, okay, the run game isn't working. Let's stop trying to run the ball and let's throw the ball. Whereas against Baltimore, they were like, okay, the run game's not working. Let's do it again and again and again. It's just fundamental stuff for them. I think they could fix, but I, I cannot put a finger on what's going on. I mean, you bring Deshaun Jackson in. Like, who cares? He's he's a 36-year-old deep threat. Like, I, I I can't be excited about that. I just... I, okay, then do you have the Bengals ahead of the likes of... And we can get into this even more yeah. with, with, the, with the Tier 1. You know, talking about the likes of, like, the 49ers, the Bucks, the Cowboys, and I'm going to throw the Giants into this conversation now because I have the Giants at 6, actually, and I think we got to stop doubting this team. I personally have the Giants at seven so I'm pretty well aligned with Tyler's thinking the only teams ahead of them uh, outside the top three are the Vikings and the Chargers and the Bengals so this is where things are going to get funky because I have the Giants at 12 I Baltimore I initially had them at 15 before we had our little pre-pod pod um I just they they got out gained 400 to 150 against Baltimore and like it was a crazy series of events that got them to this win. Yes, it's a win and yes they're five and one. Yes, they have an easy schedule. Do I think Brian Dable should be the coach of the year? Absolutely. But if like Super Bowl odds, do we think that the Giants have the sixth best chance to win the Super Bowl? 
No, but I think that they're playing like, like the sixth best team in in the entire NFL based right on now. Who they've played in the they're sample not, size? I mean, we they have. might have the record. Are they? Are they like the sixth best team in the NFL? I mean, they I mean, they beat the they beat of, the Packers and Ravens in back to back weeks. Something's well, got to be said so for that. There's we'll, we'll get to the Packers in a little bit. There's something wrong with the Green Bay Packers as well. Like that 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 might be more so. There's problems with. Green Green Bay, then there's like huge greatness uh, coming from New York. Like, okay, so they beat the Titans in week one by one point when they were starting slow. Derrick Henry hadn't gotten going yet. The Panthers, who we now see are the worst team in the league, lost to Dallas on Monday Night Football. They beat the Bears and then Packers and Ravens back to back. Again, those are two huge wins. And that's why they're at 12 for me is because they get those two huge wins. If they lose one or two of those games, they're probably in tier three or tier four for me just because they're not that good of a football team. Like Brian Dable is a fantastic coach. They've got some fantastic things going. Andrew Thomas is great. Saquon's been great. But Kayvon Thibodeau. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Kayvon, and I love, dude, Kayvon Thibodeau, I believe, was my number one player in this class. But to say that they're the sixth best team, in football to say that they're better than teams like Tampa Bay, Dallas, like the Chargers, like the Cowboys. I mean, right now I would take them over the the, the I would take them over the Pucks yes. right now. I mean, compared to what the, for, for what the Bucks have been doing the last three to four weeks is just not pretty football. It's not, but quite frankly, neither is what the Giants are doing. They're winning games, but it's not pretty. Yeah, and but if you're but if, if you're if that's the difference, but 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 but, but if you're not playing well and you're losing. It's going to be a lot more evident than not playing well. They're still finding ways to win. Well, like the Bucks are just not finding ways to win. The only win that they've had in the last three weeks was because of a gracious call by the referee, uh, Jerome Booger, on the rough and the passer call. That's it. Well, when it comes to the Giants, like you mentioned, that they're finding ways to win this game, bro. They have now with Wink, they have the best defense, one of the best defenses in football now. So they keep it a low-scoring game. And they take their opportunities when they're given. Like, they're going to keep the games low scoring overall, and they'll find ways to win the game. That's a good football team. That's a solid, sound strategy to win a fucking football game. Like, I, it's the same thing that the Falcons are doing right now. They're winning games. Like, these teams should be considered at a higher level than Jaden likes to put them in the light of. I think that they're ahead of I, – I, okay, is, I, I definitely think – as far as our power rankings from last week, I definitely think that they're ahead of the Packers, and I'd probably put them – it's tough with, with the Cowboys. i put them ahead of the Packers and the Ravens for sure, though. I mean, they've beaten both those teams. Well, so do we, do we want to just do the Packers now? I've got the Packers at 17. They've got some serious – I've got the Packers at 15. Like, it's, it's more than just the receivers. I've got them at 18. It, yeah, it's it's more than just the receivers. It's more than, you know, it's it's the defense. Like, we've talked about it. This team was supposed to have the number one defense in the league. Like, yeah, they don't have any great pass catchers. The offense might be a little bit slow, but this defense is going to carry them. This is supposed to be the best defense that Aaron Rodgers had since he won a Super Bowl, and it's a bottom half unit. You can't do that, especially with how slim your margin of error is on offense because of the pass catchers that you have. The running game isn't working. The defense isn't working. The wide receivers aren't playing up to their abilities yet. And 
I mean, quite honestly, we expected that, but we did not expect this defense to be this poor so far. They've got to make a move. I don't know if it's Willer. I don't know if it's Odell Beckham. I don't know if it's DJ Moore, but it, it needs to come fast. It needs to happen like I mean, we've, immediately. We already moved the Packers out of Tier 1 down to Tier 2 last week, and we're probably going to bump them to Tier 3, but let's finish out. Let's hash out the rest of this Tier 1. So we got the Bills, Eagles, Chiefs. What about the 49ers? Yes. Okay, so I... So- I have the 49ers personally at eight. So that'll put them at the bottom of tier one. I had them at seven. See, I moved them down to 11 because I, and I like the 49ers. I w- I'm pretty sure I was like one of the main ones vouching for them to jump to four, but their injury report is like a wild card team. Like it's insane. The amount of like their entire, def- and this is why I'm hesitant to give Atlanta a lot of credit because Starting DN, starting DN, starting D tackle, starting D tackle, all out. Two starting corners are out. They still don't have Trent Williams. There's a lot of injuries on this team right now, and that's why I'm probably going to move them back. It might be a temporary move. Like if they get Nick Bosa and Armstead back for this week, then, you know, maybe next week they'll probably be right back up in those ranks again as long as they're able to take care of business. But they've got the Chiefs this this week. Yeah. And I, especially. If they don't have a Nick Bosa to be able to take advantage of the only real weak point right now in Kansas City, which is those tackles, it, it could be a long week, which could bump them down even further, especially if they're not healthy. All right. As I'm looking at this, do we put so the Cowboys are a team of interest here? 49ers ahead or behind of the Cowboys? Behind. I can be okay with putting them behind. I can be okay with the Bengals going to six. I think you made a a really good argument in the sense of them just basically saying fuck the run let's just go with the pass let's utilize our best weapons on the field um so i can i can agree with that and then we'll have the cowboys at seven and san fran at eight i can agree with that okay sweet so that hashes out our tier one so that means the ravens and the bucks are moving down to tier two man um which one i probably like the ravens better and it's I, I like the Bucks. I, I have the Bucks. At, I like at, the Bucks better as well. Yeah, I have the Bucks at the beginning of tier two, um, right there at at nine in my power. I don't know where I had them in my power rankings, but I think it was like eight or nine. Um, I had them at eight. Yeah, so I, I I have no problem with them being nine. I still think on paper this is still a really good team, and we're only in October. Like I know Tom Brady seems to be slowing down a little bit, but it's still October. Like there's no reason to fret on Tom Brady in October. We've seen shit like this before when they were with the Patriots where they'd start out two and four, three and three, four and two, something like that. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna press the panic button yet in Tampa. I will say, I mean, you mentioned how we have seen this start with Tom Brady for four, three and three, two and three, like and he's made it back. We could say the same thing about Aaron Rodgers, you know, like he said many a year, many a time. R E L A X Packers fans, and then the second half but of the year they the turn problem, it on. See, the problem with me isn't. It's not necessarily like the rest of the team because Brady has played okay. Like there are problems in Tampa. I'm not going to deny that. Like they legitimately cannot run the football. Like three yards a carry is a godsend for them right now. No, they've tried Fournette. They've tried Rashad White. They cannot run the football, and that's why Brady's, despite what they were saying all offseason of we're going to try and you know not have Tom throw the ball 50 times a game, Tom's throwing the ball 50 times a game, and their run game is essentially turned into Leonard Fournette screens. But I, like, I think Green Bay, there's a lot more serious issues. I think you could very well see, because Tampa has Weapons. a full roster. Like, yeah, 
Like you could you could see Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and all those guys. And yeah, they might not have the offensive line that Green Bay does. And David Bakhtiari came back this week and looked fantastic. I just I trust what Tampa has on offense and on defense more than um, Green Bay as of right now. Okay. So what teams will we throw ahead of Green Bay as we look at it here? The Giants. Uh, I think the Giants are the next team up after the Ravens. I think they've at least got to be 10. I think they've got to be ahead of the Ravens. Yeah, I'm with that. Okay. They just beat the Ravens. I could, okay. Okay. I'll seed that. 10, I'm cool with. Okay. I had them at 12. Yeah, I had them at um, 7. It's close enough. So teams that I have in front of Green Bay. Obviously, we have Tampa, the Giants, the Ravens. Tennessee. The Dolphins are getting two back this. Yep, the Dolphins are getting two back this week. I think they're in front of the Packers right now, despite they're on a three-game skid. But they, I don't think they've had they've had multiple starting quarterbacks in every game since Tua went down. Um, Tennessee, they were on a bye this week. I think they've jumped Green Bay. The Rams, you know, they did beat PJ Walker and whatever that was in Carolina. But you know, I still, I, I don't know. That's a tough one that's, for me. Yeah, that's where I'm I draw tell you the who line. I guys have. That's where I draw the line because I I'm have the Packers you, and ahead then of the, the Jets Rams. and the Colts. The Jets and the Colts are my other mm. two. I'll tell you who I have at twelve right now, and that's the J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. There mm-hmm. needs to be a case have, um, for this team to be yeah. up there because they are sound at all facets of the game. Like their line looks pretty solid. Brees Hall has been incredible. Um, Zach Wilson's doing what he needs to do. Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore have been non-existent and they're still winning games, which is crazy to think about. And their defense looks Elijah really good. Moore has actually been non-existent. Like he, I'm pretty sure he got blanked last week. He did. He did. He had zero points and Garrett Wilson the last three weeks has gone six points or less every week. Um, Quinnen Williams is turning into a stud as is cheese sauce Gardner, as I will call him now after wearing the cheese head after the, after the victory at, at Lambeau. Um, both those guys are, are just budding stars right now in this league. And and DJ Reed has been really good on the other side of Sauce Gardner as well. Mm-hmm. I, I think that this team, they're not going to win the East, in my opinion, just because of how good the Bills are. And, and I still think the Dolphins are, are a pretty good team. And the, the other team that we can throw up there and into Tier 2 might be the Patriots as well. Um, the AFC East is turning into one of the best divisions in football right in front of our eyes. But I think the Jets are absolutely a team that could ab- – I think they can make the playoffs in the AFC. The way it's shaping up right now in the AFC with, with some teams down, like the Broncos and Raiders are both pretty down. The Browns haven't been great. The AFC South, we know what a shit show that is. So I think there's absolutely opportunity for the Jets to uh, to sneak into a wild card spot. I'll play devil's advocate the against thing- the Jets real quick because I, I have them lower than you guys have. Um, I don't have them breaking the top 15. Uh, but... Only reason I say it is because they are they have they're one and two in home games so far this year, and in those games they got blown out by teams that are being considered in around this tier. I mean, they got blown out by the Ravens twenty four to nine at home, and Joe Flack. I was gonna say the quarterback was Joe Flacco true. in those games. Now with Zach Wilson's back, they haven't lost a game since Zach Wilson's been back. That's true. That's true. And the crazy thing is, it's not it's not Zach Wilson playing hero ball. Zach Wilson completed that's 10 what I mean last week, and they still won by seventeen. That's what I was saying. Like he he's doing what he has to do to win them games. As long as he's not making the mistakes, they're gonna be in good shape to win these games. Okay, I'm with it. I'm with the argument for the Jets. I'm putting the Dolphins as the next team behind the Ravens because we this was a Tier 1 team with Tua. So I'm going to put them behind the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And then... See, I have the Jets ahead of the Dolphins. I mean, they blew them out. I know, I know it was 
Tua, I mean, it was Teddy and uh, Skylar Thompson, but they beat the brakes off the Dolphins in that game. And that's what I, that's what I have to go off right now. I mean, the, like I said, the football that they're playing right now is just ridiculous. I mean, they, they beat Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. They came back in that game. Then they turn around, they blow the brakes off the Dolphins. Then they go to Green Bay and beat the shit out of the Packers. This team's, this team's good. This is a team that has also not left our Tier 4 until this week. Um, so, well, that might be partial negligence on our part. Yeah. Like we did just kind of just throw them off as the jets, you know, and that's, I guess that is where the old, the old roster, the old roster watching comes back to bite you. Cause some, and it, it's preseason expectations at the end of the day. Like sometimes you do get caught up in that. It's the same thing with like fantasy rankings and stuff where you're like all summer, you thought well, this guy's going to be a star and then three weeks in and he's not doing it yet, but you still have hope. Because that's what you thought all year, and that's kind of what it was with the Jets. We thought this team wasn't going to be ready yet, and they are. And they've, I, I mean, I, I think they've arrived. Yeah, Bobby Sala's got them looking great, man. Bobby Sala, I mean, I was a huge fan of that signing when uh, he was signed out of the 49ers defense DC over there. I'm still, I, are you guys both I, in agreement I, that like, the Jets are better than the Dolphins? Because I, this was a tier. The Dolphins were a tier one team with Tua last time that we I, saw them. Personally. I think that they're better than the Giants, but we've we've passed the Giants already. I mean, they're one game behind the take, Giants. I, I, and they look like a I know, and and, that, and that's what I was going to say. I'll take the five and one over the four and two right now. Um, they do look really good. And once again, it's it's how much can we take? Because we're sitting here saying both of these teams are looking really good after beating the Packers, and maybe the Packers just aren't good. That's, I think is what it's coming down mm-hmm. to. That's a common denominator with all of this. And when it comes to uh, roster watching, the Jets are a whole ton better. I mean, we were talking about before the season, we had Tanner on, and we were talking about how this is a team that could win the division, you know? And we weren't coming to that conclusion even close. For I, was about to say, uh, I was about to say, I think Tanner was talking about the Jets winning the division. I don't remember. I don't recall myself saying that ever at any point. <laughs> but... They've, I, to be fair, they've they've exceeded expectations, and like you said, no. I mean, I talked way more about the Giants potentially having the number one pick than I talked about them winning the division. Like, I mean, I talked. We both probably talked about Washington winning this division more so than the Giants, and Washington sitting at twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have it. Here's what I have. I have I have Jets, Titans, Dolphins. That's what I have in my rankings. But if you guys want to flip it yeah, around, I'm, I'm Jets, Dolphins, Titans. So, yeah. So mm. those three, I, I kind of you guys put in the both same have the Jets though. ahead of the Dolphins. As of right now, I do. I think so. Yeah. Okay, fair. It's a shit. I mean, we haven't seen what Tua looks like coming back from. Uh, ah, dude, I think I actually injury, might have man. the Dolphins in front of the Jets. I don't know. This is tough. Because the Dolphins look like legitimately one of the top six or seven teams in football when Tua was playing. He's had three weeks to come back from that. It's not like he's coming back and he's going to be wobbling all over the place. Hopefully. They're going to hold him out as long as need be. Like, he may not even play this week. If if there's any sign that he can't go, they're going to hold him out because they can't take any more backlash as an organization. In addition to all the shit that happened last offseason with Steven Ross and Flores and now the concussion thing. Like, the Dolphins cannot take any more bad publicity. So if they're gonna do whatever they I'm ready tampering themselves in a good light. Yeah, that as well. If we're roster watching, um, I'm going the Dolphins is not even close. And I this is a team that we had in tier one. I've said it fucking four times. It's a team we had like in the top five before Tua got injured. 
Like, I mean, it's okay. they've got to okay. be ahead. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll. So Dolphins, I can Dolphins, that. Jets, Titans. I can, con- I, I will concede to that. Okay, sweet. Uh, yeah. And so then, the Titans follow okay, up so the Jets. After... I mean, we're pretty much inconsistent about that. They didn't play this week, so it shouldn't move around too much. Falcons. After that, I've got Rams and that's, Colts. After that's that, exactly what I have. Okay. I mean, if uh, so, after. I have after rounded, the Titans. Yeah, after the Titans to round out tier two. I have I have the Falcons at the end of tier two. This is a four. The Rams beat the Falcons. Yeah, at but the Rams were at home and it was a close game. And it was the Atlanta Falcons' first game of the year. They've looked so much better, miles better since the season started. It was, it was their, their third second. Game of the year. It was their second game of the second, year, oh, and yeah. they have not looked miles better. They have been exactly five hundred since that game. Hey, man, they just beat the fucking brakes off of the 49ers, a team that we had at four. Who, again, missing an entire starting lineup worth of defenders. So you're arguing against me, Tyler. No no argument for the Falcons. Tyler, welcome. Welcome. It's not that I'm necessarily for the Falcons. I mean, against the Falcons, I have them as the first team in tier three. So I have them moving up like five or six spots from last week. I still have them making a jump. Um, I think that the other team that we're not even talking about right now is the Colts, who have found themselves now with back-to-back wins at three, two, and one. And mm-hmm. Jaden talked about it. You know, this is the lowest point that they're going to be when we had them a couple weeks ago going into that Broncos game. And here we are. I mean, they might be the division favorites right now. They got a huge game against Tennessee this week. So we're going to find out a lot about this team um, this week. And they've won both these games without their best defensive player and their best offensive player. And the the thing is, this team was supposed to be built off, all right, we're going to play defense and we're going to run the ball. They haven't been able to run the ball because Jonathan Taylor's not been there. Obviously, I think, what was it? Deion Jackson. Deion Jackson. Jackson, Deion Jackson. Rookie out of Duke. He looked fantastic. I think didn't he have like ten catches or something? He, crazy he had the most like fantasy. That? He had oh, the most fantasy field? points oh, out of running backs yep. this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he was he was fantastic. So they're clearly not running the ball very well. Obviously, he was still productive out of the backfield, and their defense has been yep. terrible. Like th- this is a complete identity switch. They're winning games in ways that we didn't think they could. I don't know how sustainable it is because Matt Ryan he's getting like, hit so much. The throw that he made, the the throw that he made to Alec Pierce in the end zone was like like two games yes. worth of might from him and it went 47 yards in the air. Like he, he, he might be like big Ben last year where he probably has the worst arm strength in the league right now. Um, so I don't know if they like completely reconstruct their offense mid season to like work around that. I think that they didn't expect his arm to be this weak, but I think they might have something in Alec Pierce. Yep. I, I think that he's a he might be a guy for them, especially because this was a problem that they had. They don't have anybody next to Michael Pittman, Paris Campbell, not able to step up to the plate for them. Alec Pierce seems to be that guy, um, and I think he's easily worked his way into like fantasy relevance, and he's oh, yeah. he's making I plays mean, for him. I'm a huge fan of Alec Pierce. I mean, I've mentioned it last week. Reggie Wayne was hired as the wide receivers coach in Indy over the offseason. And they asked him, hey, man, can you put together a list? Can you do some scouting and put together a list of wide receivers that you like? And that list was never released. But the wide receiver they ended up drafting was Alec Pierce, a guy that nobody really expected to go at that point in the second round. So obviously that was probably a guy on Reggie Wayne's list. And he's balling out right now. So I think that's really cool. But 
Okay, you guys want to argue that the Colts are better than the Falcons? The Colts have beat the Broncos, who are currently sitting at the bottom of our Tier 3, and then they beat the Jags at home, who we also have a Tier 3 team. The Falcons, um, at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay, against a Bucks team that was at the bottom of our Tier 2 just lost. this past week. Yes, they lost. They, they lost. played a very close game. They played they a very lost. close game at Tampa Bay. At Tampa okay. Bay. The Colts played a close game against the... They, they the beat Titans! The the oh! When have we had the Titans the in the Tier 1? The the You're Chiefs. not listening to me! Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Colts beat the Chiefs. Whether that is, like, a real win or not, like, I still don't know how that happened, but it happened. And if we're just going to go off results here... Then we can go off results all day long. The that was, that was, I can tell you that how was, happened. That was that was in week two. Matt, that was Matt. in week two. Okay, let me finish my let me finish my thought process real quick. The Falcons, they went to Tampa Bay. They played them really close, and then this past week they beat another one of our tier one teams, and they beat the dog shit out of them, dude. The 49 that that team was a, a completely different team wearing 49ers uniforms. You still don't think that the number defense. four team in our power rankings should beat the fucking living shit out of the Falcons? Like, they probably should. You know why? Because the Falcons suck. But they prove that they don't. That's why they should beat the living shit out of the Falcons. If we had the number four team playing against the Colts, like, we are probably like, okay, that's probably a close game. Like, th this isn't going to be... Uh, this isn't going to be a snoozer. This is going to be something we want to watch because the Colts are good. They have a better record than the Falcons. So if we're, that's really the only thing the Falcons have. Thanks to a tie. It's still technically it's, a better it's, record. It's, it's something that the Falcons didn't get. The Falcons have a worse record because of a loss. They're still sitting at three and three, bro. Like, okay. All right. I'll, I'll... The Colts have a better record and they're a better team. This shouldn't even be a conversation. The, the Falcons have we're a better body not, of like, work. Bumping the Falcons up. down, like like yeah, we're still we're still bumping still the Falcons up. up. Yeah, you're bumping the Falcons up, but like the Colts ahead, like that many spots bumped ahead of the Falcons doesn't make any sense to me. But but it's just they're, they're moving up the same amount if you look at it because the Colts we had them ahead of the Falcons last week. Yeah, spot ahead of them. But like what they've done in the last two weeks, frankly, what the Falcons have done in the last two weeks is far more impressive. Just the, the Colts have won two games in the last two weeks. Not impressive. Why do the why why why, why do the Falcons? It's an Falcons ugly football team, team to watch. That, Don't tell me that you watched that game against Denver and thought that that Indy D. Hey, you thought that that Indy offense was something to watch on prime time. I feel sorry for you. It was something. It was something last week. How many points, dude? The Falcons defense scored like fourteen of their points. The Falcons offense is not good. It's not. They're good at what they do, running the fucking ball. The Colts just scored 34 points this week. It's the Jags at home who they've traditionally crushed every single time. Well, I, okay, so so record matters only for the Falcons, but then when they lose, everything... The, the, the games that the Colts have lost haven't really been close. The games but that the, the Colts have lost, no they've rock. gotten their fucking shit rocked. It's not been close. Really. They've been dominated in the game. It hasn't. I won't say if they're a blowout or not. They okay. They lost one game. They've lost two games so far this year. One was twenty-four to nothing to the Jags. That's a bad loss. They lost by seven oh, points to the Titans. That are their two losses. The Titans dominated them that entire game. If you watched it. Okay. All right. All right. Fuck it. I'll put the fucking Colts behind the tech. The Titans. Jesus. Okay. So. 
Any other preposterous explanations you guys have? Um, Rams, Rams in yeah. front of the Colts. Okay. I would go Rams, Colts, and to start Tier 3, I would go Falcons. I would go Packers to start Tier 3. I got Falcons ahead of the Packers by one spot. And you know what my... I've got the, yeah, be. I've got the Packers in front of the Falcons by one spot. I just... I think Aaron Rodgers should... Like, they shouldn't be here right now, but... I mean, they've got the same record as the Atlanta Falcons, and moving forward, I just... Th- Despite all their troubles, I feel much better about the Packers than the Falcons. The other team that I can make an argument as far as being ahead of both of them, and this is so weird to say because we were all talking shit about Patriots. Yep. Yep. I had the Patriots behind both of them. I had them at nineteen, so I could definitely see an argument here. Um, they got the Bears this week. They've beaten up two. Really, really bad defense. Like the Browns, like we've talked about the Packers defense. The Browns defense is probably the most underperforming unit of the season so far. They've been absolutely atrocious, and we all know how bad Detroit's defense is. And they're going to get another cupcake this week with Chicago. So we're probably going to be looking at the Patriots in Tier 2 next week, whether they deserve it or not. So I guess... If you want to move yeah, them in front of I, Green Bay, and I certainly like the Patri- Patriots better than the Packers. I'm putting the Falcons ahead of them for all the reasons I just adamantly argued for. Yeah, I still like the Falcons okay. at 17. Sweet. Okay. So wait, so the Patriots are in front of the Packers, and so right. are the Falcons. Yep. Dear. Dude, I mean the Packers have been so I, I bad. Just, the Packers have the reason, been bad, but it's you, just you can, because of they, they beat the Patriots. They beat the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I know it was in overtime yeah. as, as time expired. Mm. So I can understand the argument with the Packers being ahead of the Patriots. And I actually have the Packers ahead of the Patriots. I was saying if you wanted to have I, these three teams I have grouped together. So, like, in my opinion, they're interchangeable as far as what when you have it 17, 18, or 19. The Patriots did go to Lambeau and almost beat the Packers. So, I mean, See, that's, here we go again. Why the almost? You go to Lambo. You go to Lambo, one of like the hardest places ever to historically play. The Jets just blew them out. I I know, but guess what? I know that that sounds crazy, but the Jets are a tier two team now. Like it's not insane to say, okay, the Jets beat this team by this much because the Jets are good. Yeah. The Giants, I guess, are good. But Mm -hmm. this is a team that also did beat Tampa Bay before they beat New England. And they still have Aaron Rodgers. I trust way more With of no them receivers. turning it around. I know, but I trust way more of them turning it around. Like, again, I'll, I'll say it for as long as this continues to happen. The, I don't know how much better the Falcons can get. I don't know how much better that New England, England can get. They've, like I said, they've played two of the worst defenses in the NFL over the last two weeks, and they're going to get another one this week in Chicago. But then, But then, after that, they play... Jets, Colts, Jets. So we're going to find out a lot about we, that Patriots team in the but next the four is, weeks. I, I don't know how much, like, did we think at any point this year that the Patriots score 35 points? Like, no. I, I, yeah. It's and, zappy hour. It is, it is, it is in fact zappy hour. Real quickly, if there's any team that were to just say, you know what? We're going with our best guy. Yeah. Here we go. And I know that the Cooper Rush, Dak Prescott conversation has been going on for the last couple weeks. I think the real conversation is in New England. 
a mid yep. first round picks guaranteed contract, he's only going to get 15 million throughout his entire contract. It's not insane to say that Bailey Zappi could come in and take this job. I, I really don't put it past Bill Belichick or New England to just say, fuck it, we're riding with the guy that's winning games in the hot hand right now. I, I really and you, don't. And, and you guys know, like, I was a, a Max Jones lover, you know, last year. But I I think I might like my boy Blake Zippy, a.k.a. Bailey Zappi, a little bit more. Um, I think that this guy is, is slinging it. And like I said, I've been on this guy since he was at Houston Baptist a couple years ago. And I watched what he did there. And then I watched what he did at Western Kentucky last year. And it's completely translated to the NFL. And a guy that we talked about in our studs and duds and a guy that you should look to add, Tyquan Thornton, I think he's going to turn it into the number one target by the end of the season, whether it's Mac Jones or Blake Zippy. I'll say this, okay? Like, everybody I've heard, uh, obviously, if you're a fan of the NFL, you've been hearing this fucking narrative about Bailey Zappi and how it's so similar, like, to Tom Brady stepping in, like, Brady goes with the guy. Like, yeah, it's that... it's not the same thing. Like, it's Drew Bloodsoe was the consistent well, starter in so... New England, and he was middle of the pack. Not a rookie co- or a second-year quarterback who was drafted in the first round and played a fantastic season his rookie year. The best out of any of the quarterbacks Drew in the Bledsoe, class. Drew Bledsoe, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Drew Bledsoe was a better player when he got sat down than Jones was last year. Absolutely. I don't know, yeah, like, I don't, I think that Bledsoe was a good player. The injury that happened that Brady, you know, ended up getting the job for, that just kind of derailed Bledsoe's career from there. But another thing with New England, and while I, I just did just make this argument for uh, Mr. Zappi, they have dumbed down this offense like beyond belief. Like almost everything is play action, short game. Like, I mean, one of the touchdowns, like Hunter Henry's walking 30 yards by himself because the defender tripped over his own feet. Like it's it's little things that they're doing to try and set Zappy up to succeed that they didn't exactly do for Mac Jones. And I want to see what this offense looks like if they do do that for Mac Jones, because while Mac Jones did look good, he's still limited physically in what he can do. I don't care which stats you show me. He's just not an he's just not an explosive traits guy. So if you dumb this offense down for him like he's a fourth round pick. I want to see how many, how much stats he can put up. Like Bailey, because mm-hmm. if if they put him in this offense, yeah, like what Zappy's. Yeah, doing. but Zappy, like you say that Mac Jones doesn't have the intangibles like Bailey Zappy does. Like he's a fifth round draft pick. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't think that Zapp. I I still think that overall Mac Jones might be a better player. He's so. I think, I think your argument, your 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 argument is they need to keep consistent with the offense that they've been running with Zappy and incorporate that with Because if if it's working with a fifth round player, what do you think he can do with a first round player? Like, I think Mac Jones is a better player. I'm just saying if anybody's going to just be like, fuck it, we're riding with the hot hand. I'm not changing up what we're doing. It's Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. For sure. And the last thing I'll say about this is that Josh McDaniels ran a completely different system than what we saw the Patriots run at the beginning of this year. Like, Mac Jones was successful in a different offense last year. And then they opened the year, and it was his own run scheme. It was a completely different fucking offense. They talked about it all. They didn't. They don't have a play caller. Now fucking uh, 
Matt Patricia, former DC. Patricia's actually been doing a good job. Now, I know. Now, because he only he only has five plays to look at on his fucking play sheet now. Like, I mean, that's a hell of a job. Five plays. (laughs) He's sequencing them very well because they have no idea which of those five plays it's going to be. But like you say, they are going to simplify. Like, what if they simplify the offense for Mac Jones? What's he going to look like? They simplified it last year. Like, it was completely different last year. Like, what we saw at the beginning of this year was a brand new fucking offense with a brand new OC, with a brand new... I know, but I'm saying they... I know. And then they changed it again when they put Zappy in. Like, they dumbed it down even further. Like, everything's play action. I'm saying, let Mac Jones do everything play action because he is a better processor, has a probably a more accurate arm. And just, you know, maybe this offense does open up a little bit because their weapons are limited. You need to scheme them open much more than you do with a lot of other teams. So giving them that opportunity, I know it's, you know, it may not work against your elite teams, but against these poor defenses like Detroit, like Cleveland, like Chicago next week, it's going to work and you might start blowing teams out. And that's not something we thought we'd say about New England. But back to the power. Yes, I was, that we, yes, let's, let's do that. This episode. I was going to say, we've been running in circles here. <laughs> <laughs> let's do um, that. All right. I still strongly believe Packers, Falcons, Patriots. That's not gonna happen. I, I I would I'm Falcons, Packers, Patriots. I just Okay. Again, I get with I, I can get with this, that. And well that'll be our compromise. Best, okay. It's not a compromise with me. It's just it's you and Tyler compromising. Again, how much worse it's can this Packers team get from where they are right now? I don't know, man. All, I mean, the, we, we, we said this but we said this after week one with the Vikings. Um, how much worse can this team get? And they continue to. Well, that was week like, one. They're not so putting up points. To say that is a little unfair to begin with. But I, if you're not putting up points and your defense can't stop anybody, how do you expect to win games? I also like have kind of a sense that Aaron Rodgers is starting to mentally check out a little bit. Like, I mean, he's got an opt out. I think there's reinforcements after, along the way. He's got. He's got opt out after this year, after next year. Like he can retire whenever the fuck he wants to. So like, why would he want to stick around after back-to-back MVP seasons in this shit show? Like, I think that he's starting to mentally check out a little bit. I mean, he's visibly frustrated at the uh, the press conferences. Literally, he said that they the only word to describe the offense and what they need to do to fix it is simpler. So like, I mean, it seems simplified. Yeah, he's he's starting to check out mentally a little bit. So I'm. I'm really scared of this Packers team, and I just saw uh, what's what's the head coach's name in um, Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith was chugging beers with the entire offensive line in the Atlanta Falcons the locker room. Oh yeah, well, after the game the because they're a run first team, and literally quoted, he was like, "We're gonna run it down their fucking throats, and we're gonna win football games." That's what they've kind of been doing, and it's what the Packers am trying. Been trying they've to been do with AJ Dillon and Aaron Rodgers is running the ball, and they've kind of well, they've done it a lot better than Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I'll tell you that. We, which the, this year that was supposed thing, to be the strength of their team. The one thing we talk about consistently is confidence and optimism in this league, and I don't see either of that with Green Bay right now. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's no room for optimism. Ask any Packers fan. You think they're pick me something that they're optimistic about right now on their team? Maybe getting back to RA back. That might be it. <laughs> I mean, Aaron Rodgers. But are you that optimistic about him with what's been going on? No, it's a good point. All right, let's let's do. So, I, I I'm sorry, Jaden. I think I was going to say this: Pack or Falcons, Packers, Pats. Is that okay? 
Okay, great. Thanks, man. (laughs) But as we move on from the Pats, the team that I got up following them and some of the teams in consideration here, I've got got the Jags in this conversation, Seahawks in this conversation. Seahawks. I have the Seahawks. Seahawks Seahawks. You all are going to cuss me out, but it's the Denver Broncos. Absolutely not. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Look. They don't good. Their offense doesn't look good. But you, Kane, you said it when we were doing Engage Eight. You were like, "Look, yeah, Russell Wilson doesn't look great, but when their defense is playing as good as it has been, there's worse options that you. There's worse things that could be happening on offense. Like think of the Steelers last year. Our offense was atrocious, but our defense was very good, and it kept us in games. And eventually, it worked back together, and the offense did enough in some games. Maybe you get a defensive touchdown here or there." There are problems in Denver. I think that a Melvin Gordon Cam Akers trade makes too much sense for both sides for it not to happen. So I I think that could very well be on the horizon, um, which would give this offense a you know <laughs> something because Mike Boone isn't it and Latavius Murray isn't it either. But they've Baron Browning, he's like a legit like developing into a freaking superstar like. He's fucking good off the edge. Converting from an off-ball linebacker. Obviously, Pat Sertain's playing at an elite level. Justin Simmons still an elite safety. You're going to get Randy Gregory back in two to three weeks. Something's got to give in Denver. There's too much talent That's, here. That, all that, all that is great, Jaden. But in those games, they've allowed 20 points or less in five out of those six games, and they're two and three in those games. The defense can only do so much. I, that's why I'm saying something has to give. Like, something has to get. I don't know if it does. Yeah, I think I also, Russell Wilson just like, fuck it. I'm, yeah. I'm earning 50 mil. You know, you know, you know something I heard? You want to talk about a swap that might make some sense for both parties? Oh heard this today. Kyler Murray for Russell Wilson. Mm. Yeah, so Russ can go rot in Arizona. Bro, that fucking, those personalities in Arizona neither, would be Neither quarterback wants to be in their situation. And, and in my opinion, I don't think either coach wants to have their quarterback right now. I, I think Nathaniel Hackett likes Russell Wilson. Like Nathaniel mm-hmm. Hackett seems weird. I don't. And you I mentioned think Cliff Kingsbury likes Kyler. I don't. I don't think the quarterbacks like. The I don't. Coaches. I don't think, I think Cliff. The, I think it's been pretty obvious that Cliff does not like Kyler. Over the past, I mean, that motherfucker handed it. Cliff took the job. Yeah, he took the job for Kyler, but then he's been handing him the play uh, play call sheet in preseason, being like, "Hey, man, you think this isn't hard? Give it a fucking shot." And like, I don't think that you're very friendly. I'll with put that it to fella. you. I'll put it to you like this, Jaden. I have the Broncos at 27. I have the Broncos at 24. Okay, so, and another thing is, we talked about it earlier with the Chargers. That game could have very well ended in a tie or differently than it did because of some weird getting pushed into the punt returner situation. Like, how many times is that going to happen again? It's a weird situation. They got the Denver ball. played a very they... good first half. They, they played a very bad second half. Which is the but, consensus. Broncos, the Broncos won the coin toss. They should have won that game. Should have won that game. Like, it's a, I mean, you're saying, like, it's one away from them, like, winning that game. But they were given the opportunity think, to win I the fucking game. To and go. they took a shit. Okay. Like, uh, okay. okay I will say, team? too, like, I want to get this piece in real quick. I feel like this team's capped with Nate Hackett. This offense is capped with Nate Hackett. Like, sure, they've got the names, but, like, I mean, that dude cannot. I mean, he can't call plays in the end zone. Like, that Dulcich was the touchdown last night. Like, it, I, 
He was a red zone touchdown. But I I don't think that they're in tier three. No, I don't. I don't. Okay, I don't think so that they're teams, in tier three teams. teams that I would teams that I would consider putting over Denver. The Raiders, I think. I know that the record that. doesn't reflect it, but I think they're a better team than what their record reflects. I Great. think New Orleans is staying competitive without their wide receiver room. Something's got to give with without Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, and they. I mean, they lose by five on a um, on a touchdown on their final drive to a top six team for us. Seattle, yes. I mean, easily. Yeah, beat them easily. They, yeah, they beat them. I mean, week one. At six weeks ago, there was a lot going on, but yeah. They played but great football. for Denver since then? Yeah, Seattle has played fucking great like football one, since then. Games. Denver has been shitty. So Seattle has won one more game than Denver. I wouldn't call what they've been doing great football. Their defense is atrocious. But I guess I could see the argument. After that, though, Cleveland has looked terrible. When, they, when, the, off, when the run game isn't rolling, they have nothing. Because Jacoby Brissett, like... The years of him being like a okay, we can plug him in backup are looking to be over. Like it might not just be a okay, we're gonna plug Deshaun Watson and we're gonna go to the Super Bowl situation in Cleveland. Arizona, the offense in Arizona literally looks like you t- all right, so you need to run this many run plays, this many pass plays, and you gave him like oh four Vic in Madden and just told him to go <laughs> have fun. It it feels like they're playing backyard football on a weekly basis. Deshaun I mean, Jackson DeAndre Hopkins does come back. Yeah. Yes, but then you lose yeah. Hollywood, so it's like, and there's there's some, and then Robbie Anderson's coming in, but then you've got to relearn the whole like Robbie Anderson has not played in this offense yet. He's so it's not going to be like an instant plug in, you know. And it's the same thing with Hopkins; like it's not going to be an instant plug in, and they're going to go. Um, this is a guy that the last time we saw him didn't look fantastic. Obviously, he's playing through injuries, and he should have had plenty of time, especially with the help of some substances, to heal himself. But it's it's not impossible to say that, you know, injuries are plaguing him still a little bit. Plus, he's like 31. Yeah. Um, we we talked about it. I'd probably, I'd probably take Jacksonville over, over Denver. Yeah, I would, too. I would, too. I mean, Trevor Lawrence was good this week, that, and you know who else I would probably take? This week. And they played at home, who the Chiefs, or they played away in Indianapolis, who the Chiefs also lost in Indianapolis. So. You know who else I would take, Jaden? But that was completely irrelevant when we were talking about moving the Colts up. I, you are somebody. Don't Go act ahead, like you don't Steelers. cherry pick stats. Like when we're doing these power rankings, don't act like you don't cherry pick shit. I try, I try not to because I feel like I'm going to get pointed out when I do. So when you all do, I point it out. Um, no, the Steelers are not better Mm-mm. than Denver right now. Our offense is just as dysfunctional without the talent, and our defense isn't okay. as good either. Let's officially put some teams ahead of the Broncos here. I think the Seahawks are unquestionably ahead of the Broncos. The Raiders are unquestionably ahead. Raiders and uh, Saints. Browns. Saints. Jags. After that, Jags, I... I Jags have dropped three straight, man. They look like the Jags again. Like, I know Trevor Lawrence got back on track, but their defense is awful. Can't stop it. I mean, the Colts, who we've all year said that their offense is dreadful and the most miserable watch outside of Denver, just went and put up 34 points, no turnovers, 450 yards, ball around. I don't think that they expected but, okay, that if, Ryan to throw In my opinion, times. I hate to say it, but if these two teams play, if these two teams play each other right now, 
I'm taking the Jags over the Broncos. Yeah. Agreed. They've just got more opportunities on offense. And I know that obviously football is three phases, really and truly two phases. Another but like, is- I, I'll trust Doug Peterson over Nathaniel Hackett any day. Yes, sir. Another thing is, what the hell did Jacksonville, after they won their first three games, why did they decide that we no longer care to get Christian Kirk involved? I've been wondering first the same weeks, thing. First three weeks, six, six, six catches. Since then, he has seven total catches. In the last three weeks, he had six in each of his first three games, 117, 78, and 72 yards. Since then, he's got 60, 11, and 24. What the fuck are they doing? You, you paid this guy, and for the first couple weeks, you're like, okay, we're going to justify it. We're going to show you why. And he looked good. Like, he looked like he could do it. He played the part. And then you just stopped. Why? Why? You know what Jags. else they need to do? Feed Travis Etienne. It's James Robinson. Great story. It's Travis Etienne's the better back, and and I don't think it's even a question anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like the jitters are starting to jitters are starting to leave for Etienne. I mean, that's that's the other thing though. Like what you're saying, we take Doug Peterson over Nathaniel Hackett. There's two legit playmakers on this offense that they're just choosing not to involve. I mean, we're offense, arguing apples and oranges here. The, uh, the offense is still clicking. Like the the Jags are losing, but the offense works. Like. The, the the Denver offense just doesn't work. It's broken. Does it? They just okay. They scored twenty seven last week against Indy. They just put up six points, no touchdowns against the Houston Texans. How many points did the Chiefs put up? Wait, no. Okay, you were. I thought you were going to say the Colts. My apologies. <laughs> Colts put up twenty points on the Texans. Okay, I can. If you want to put the Broncos at the back end of tier three, I guess yeah, I'll be okay, okay. with it I just, just for time's sake. Arguing, but like. Yeah. I don't. I just want to stop arguing. No, I'm putting. It's a two against one. Sorry, pal. The Jags are going to end up in front of the Broncos, and don't change it. For the record, Jaden has been making slight changes to the power rankings after the episodes, according to his liking, which I feel like is wrong. (laughs) I would put the Broncos ahead of the Cardinals. Yeah, I can agree with you on that. that. All right. So to round out, um, are we good with uh, tier three and the order in which they are? I'd probably put I'd put the Browns um, behind the Saints. I'm putting the Browns behind the Jags too, honestly. I yeah, don't like what I the agree Browns with that. Are doing right now. If they can't run the football, they've got yeah. nothing. And then I've also got the Raiders and the Saints in front of Seattle. Yes. I agree with that. I'm willing to put the Raiders in front of Seattle. I'm not willing to put the Saints yet. Like we haven't seen There's not three there's not three very good receivers about to walk. Walk into Seattle and Saints beat Seattle. Okay, okay, yep, that's that fair. Too. Okay, if you look at the body of work for both teams, so like the Seahawks, they won against the Broncos at home. They lost against the 49ers, decent amount. Who apparently who who are a tier four team? The Broncos are a tier four team. Let's not remember that. Let's talk about that going in. Bears. Going into the year, they were a tier one team. Uh, but Seahawks, 49ers, uh, they lost that one. They lost a close game at home to the Falcons. Then they won on the road against Detroit. Uh, they lost a close game against the Saints on the road. Tier four team. And then they won at home against the Cardinals. And then the Saints. Tier four. So the Seahawks have beat tier four, three tier four teams. Yeah, okay. As you speak it out. Okay. But, the, I mean, is the, is the Saints, like, body of work a whole ton better? I mean, they lost to the fucking Panthers. Been, probably, Maybe they not, lost but to the their Panthers. Roster is a lot they, better. The tie they lost to the Panthers. The, the, the Saints have... 
The Saints have probably been the most injured team in all of football this year. Yeah, okay. Yeah. True. All right. Them or San Fran. But the Raiders in front of the Seahawks. And, I mean, the Raiders have some tough lo- – or the Saints have some tough losses this year, man. Like, you lose to the Bucks, obviously. But the Panthers, 14-22 to against the Panthers, the team that we have dead fucking last. It's just a terrible week. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Moving on. I think the only changes that need Saints, to be made. Saints ahead okay, of the so Seahawks. Got... Saints ahead of the Seahawks. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. He's trying. He's trying to avoid it. Steelers. But I get slandered. Steelers in front Steel. of the Commanders. And the Lions, yes. in my opinion. And the Lions. And probably the Cardinals. And then. I mean. No, I'm not willing to go that far. I think I am. Commanders I in mean, front of the Lions. No. Mm-mm. I can't do the that. The Lions haven't looked good, dude, but... Yeah, I, I mean, can't did even you beat watch them. the fucking... They beat them with Carson Wentz, though. We're, we're spending the Yeah, that is the other factor, I guess, here, is that yeah. Washington's now moving on to Heineken. That's what I was so... saying. Like, Chicago and... might even have an argument to move in front of Washington. Here. I don't think. And the other, Heineke's and the other thing with the football than oh. Justin Fields. The... Um... The Lions are also going to be getting Amon Ra back, Swift back. Looks like DJ Chark might be back. So they're going to get their full complement of weapons back as well. Okay. So I think we have done it after yeah. some uh, some fun conversation. It's, it's always a good time. Testy. It's always a good time, man. This is why this is popular. It's because we yell at each other. It's good content. Hopefully. I mean, I'm with it. So, Yeah. Just gotta, we just gotta adjust the volume sometimes. Yeah. Um, for our for our car listeners and stuff, and our headphone <laughs> yeah, listeners, headphone listeners probably don't like that very yeah, much. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, so that just about does it for the power rankings episode for the week. Uh, we'll be releasing two separate episodes. Um, this episode will come out to around an hour and five minutes long. Uh, but yeah, just like the last one, we'll be releasing shorter pod episodes, but more pod episodes overall. So yeah, expect this power rankings episode to be out later this week. Um, keep an eye out for it on the Instagram. And, um, if we can, if somebody can watch the YouTube video and hold Jaden accountable, um, when he makes small changes to the power rankings, (laughs) maybe throw it in the Instagram comments, please do. Cause he did like, the one thing that I noticed the most was like I put the Commanders like three weeks ago. I put the Commanders ahead of the Steelers, and you put the Steelers ahead of the Commanders. I was like, I'd like, come on, man! Like we did this together. <laughs> so anyway, it's a good time. Power rankings, love it. So we'll catch you guys later. Peace.